Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We got three sleeps. Three sleeps. The divisional round. Texans versus the Ravens. C.J. Stroud versus Lamar Jackson. John Harbaugh versus D'Amico Ryans. I'm, I'm going to throw a couple of things at you, and I want you, I want you to simply tell me yes or no, does it matter? Okay. And I'm, I'm going to start with... Since 2014, the Ravens are one and four in playoff games. Does that matter? They've had, they've had the same coach. They're, they've had the quarterback a couple of times. Lamar Jackson's one and three in playoff games. Does that matter? It matters in one very important way, and I have talked myself into this overnight. You know how I talk to myself a lot. Uh, it, the most important way it matters is one Lamar Jackson because he's one and three. Uh, among those, those, uh, those losses, he's one and three. And, and he is – it's not just like, oh, he's got to win a playoff game. He hasn't played like the Lamar Jackson we know in those no, playoff games. No, his, his numbers actually drop, and we'll get into those numbers yeah. uh, throughout the day. It's, it's actually kind of astonishing. It is a small sample size. I mean, it should be noted that and, – and I think it's chicken crap when people put Lamar Jackson's passing stats up and they compare it with somebody, and it's like you just completely about ignore the running? fact that he has <laughs> running back production. Yeah. It's just like an afterthought. Like, it's almost used against him that he has an elite skill that has never been possessed. Yeah. But C.J. Stroud played one half of a playoff game, and he has as many touchdown passes as Lamar Jackson does in four. Yeah. So I mean, there, that, that's there why it matters. That. That's why it matters. C.J. Stroud's completion percentage in the in, in his two winner go home games, the the two winner go home games we've seen against Indianapolis and Baltimore, it goes from sixty three point nine percent to seventy six point five. His rating goes from one hundred point eight to one forty five point five, and that and that's and, and that's that's an increase over one of the best rookie seasons in NFL history. Yeah, small sample size, but it does exist. On the other hand. Lamar Jackson, his completion percentage goes from 64.5 to 55.9, and his rating goes from 98 to 68.3. I know that's a lot of numbers. I say all that to say, does it matter that if we're going to say C.J. Stroud appears to have that clutch gene, that maybe Lamar Jackson, like Peyton Manning early on in his career, like Brett Favre early on in his career, maybe Lamar Jackson's just having, having a hard time trying to get over that hump. Let me ask you this. I got a question for you before you ask me the next one. What is a sure sign of a quarterback feeling pressure and being indecisive in the pocket? He gets happy feet. He starts looking around. I'm answering the question for you. He, you know, he's he's not he's out of his skin a little bit. This is a number that just blew me away, Landry. I, I had to check this three times to make sure I w- it was right. 
in the playoffs, Lamar Jackson has been sacked four games, mind you. Four games. 19 times. He's been sacked 19 times. That says something. I don't know exactly what it says, but I think it's that that I got to make a play, uh, looking around, where do I go with the ball? Should I run? Should I not run? Am I, you know, what, what am I doing? Maybe it's nothing, but 19 times? My thing is this, like, a lot of times people will take stats from the Texans that don't follow the Texans, which mm-hmm. is cool, yeah. and you, you don't know what to make of it. And and I'm just trying to figure out what if there is some sort of gray area to Lamar Jackson not being the same quarterback in the playoffs because the next doesn't matter. 2019, mm-hmm. Baltimore Ravens, MVP quarterback Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. number one seed, double-digit favorite, which is about what they are right now. Tennessee comes to town, smacks them around. Yeah. They lose by 16 points as a double-digit favorite. Yeah. Same quarterback, same coach. Different system. Does that matter? It matters. It, it, it absolutely matters. And, it, and doesn't it also kind of tie in with what I just said? Like in the postseason, you're maybe trying to play out of your skin a little bit. Uh, I, I think it absolutely matters. And, boy, if you listen, and I know you did, uh, but for the loopholes and everybody listening, and if you're just joining us, uh, and uh, not not a not a normal uh, listener. You are a loophole if you listen, and we appreciate yeah, you joining. Shout out to loopholes if you listen. You are one. Yeah, this is the right place to come this to is, hear Texans talk. This is the place to come. Get ready for the playoff game when it comes to Texans talk. Not second tier national topics. Um, look, he 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 he's in a place where in, if you're in, in Baltimore, if you listen, it's all about can you do it? Can you do it in the postseason? Like it is, and he keeps saying, oh, "I'm just focused on this one game." But they're asking about the Super Bowl. They're asking about, uh, you know, what, you know, win, beating the Texans and moving on to the AFC Championship game. They're asking about Buffalo and Kansas City. Like, it, it, he might be like ultra uber focused, and it's just all about the Texans. I guarantee you, C.J. Stroud is just looking at one game, and that's this one. Uh, he is being bombarded with questions about everything beyond this game. Yeah, it, it's all it's all reflection. Yeah, it, it's reflection all, and forward. It's it's all reflection with C.J. Stroud. Yeah. I mean, it, it's oh, almost, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's it's all reflection questions. It's all over romanticized questions, and he just focused on what's going on. He was actually asked about the house money theory that we've thrown out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll hear from C.J. Stroud at eleven o'clock. Some good stuff from him uh, at the podium. Next thing. And there's two more things that I'm going to ask you, does it matter? So 2021, the last time an MVP lost on his home field in a divisional game, it was Aaron Rodgers, 2021 Green Bay Packers. They were a six-point favorite, Mm -hmm. and they lost to the San Francisco 49ers. On that staff was defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick, who was a big resource for the offensive staff. So they've been in this situation where you're going to face a likely MVP on the road and you end up handling your business. Does that matter? Does that experience? We're talking two years ago. We're not even going back to 2019. Two years ago, similar situation, on the road, cold, MVP, rested, all that. Does that experience matter with D'Amico Ryans and Bobby Slowick? You know, on that one, I'm going to say marginally it matters. Because it's a, it's a different team, it's a different quarterback, it's a different situation, even if it's just two years ago. But I think it does matter. Maybe not as much as some of these other things that we've talked about uh, because they've been there and done that. Like, like they, they are, they are uh, unfettered. <laughs> you know, they're, 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 they're unbothered uh, by the situation and who they're facing. 
So, yes, but maybe not as much. Does this matter? Number one comparison with C.J. Stroud, although there was another one that we're here in 1140. Goodness gracious, we're getting a little crazy around here. Mm-hmm. Not here nationally, actually. Yeah. Joe Burrow is always the comp we hear. We've heard C.J. Stroud speak, which we will again at 11. We've heard C.J. Stroud speak on, I try to model my game after Joe Burrow. People talk about that it factor, mm-hmm. and, and they, they often mention Joe Burrow as like a comp. Yeah, and he should be. The last two teams that have won as underdogs in the divisional round on the road have been quarterbacked by Joe Burrow. 2021 against Tennessee, 2022 against Buffalo, in Buffalo. Does that matter? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Absolutely that matters. That that might be, that might be the biggest uh, thing of all that you've mentioned. And the reason is... And I, this doesn't bother me, but it is a question. Like people are like they don't they don't blink now when people talk about Joe Burrow and the it factor. People talk about Joe Burrow and you know some of the characteristics he shares with like a Tom Brady, uh, but yet they compare Joe Burrow to C.J. Stroud. So by by extension, C.J. Stroud is that kind of guy. You know we've talked about you know the the so called it factor, but. It, it, it's almost blasphemous to say, "Oh, he's Joe Cool." You know, he's he's uh, he's like Tom Brady. Yes, it does sound that way. But if you're going to say Joe Burrow is that, and then compare him to Joe Burrow, by extension, he is that, and it does matter. And look, I think he's going to be unflappable. Look, it's two games, but the fact that his numbers increase so significantly in those winner go home games, which by the way they were underdogs, like Lamar Jackson, his playoff stats suck. Mm-hmm. They were probably favored to win a large chunk of those. They were a 10-point favorite when he wet the bet against the Titans. Yeah. And I'm a Lamar Jackson guy. Now, maybe you can sit here and say, well, you know, that offensive system wasn't built to win in the playoffs. Okay, I kind of thought I saw Jim Harbaugh go to three NFC championships with it, mm-hmm. with two different quarterbacks. Yeah. So, I, I kind of thought I saw that. Not sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe not. Let's double-check that. Let me know. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that was the same OC. We'll get the staff on that. But, may, but maybe that's it. Maybe there's something to that. Maybe it's just the natural progression that a – that a star quarterback goes through no matter what the playing style is. We've seen a lot of them do that. But the other thing is this. If Lamar Jackson is going through, like, the same kind of 
process that some of the great quarterbacks have gone through in the past, whether it – I keep using Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, all these guys. If, if he's going through that and having mm-hmm. to try to figure stuff out, is it possible that C.J. Stroud's on that Tom Brady, Joe Burrow path where – He's just going to be able to perform at a high level during the most pressure-packed time from the kick. It looks that way so far. We're two games into it. And let's let, you said it looks that way. Let's keep in mind the chaos that he's been in the in the middle of and been completely like calm, cool, making the reads, making the plays. And the thing that does it for me is it's one thing if bozos like us, you know, are talking about. Hey man, he's got that that, that kind it of, factor. Uh, that it factor. Hey nah, man, it's everybody. He, he's like, it's not just everybody, and we're going to hear this later in the show. It's current players. Yes, it's current players. It's current players. It's former players that are saying this guy. There's one very familiar name you're going to hear that said he might be the best ever. Yeah, about a current yeah. player. Yeah, said that about uh, about, about C.J. Stroud. Good love man. He might become. The best ever. Think about that. He's getting love, man. He's getting a lot of it's love. It's not like like you know, broadcasters and uh, writers and former players. It's current players saying this. That means a lot to me. I mean that that that, that says a lot, and it means a lot. Yeah, and I mean we're seeing it ourselves. But yeah. I mean it's 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 just amazing because Houston's becoming a team where everybody loves them. Like it's. Mm-hmm. This is not like some unlikable us versus them type of thing. Everybody um, seems to be pulling for the Texans. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. We're three sleeps away till Texans versus Ravens on Saturday. So one guy who kind of saw this coming. Now, a lot of people were taken by surprise by what the Texans have done up to this point. But one guy who saw this coming really early is... The guy that's going to be on the opposing sidelines on Saturday at 3.15, 3.30, and that's John Harbaugh mm-hmm. of the Baltimore Ravens. After the Texans lost to the Ravens in week one, it was a 25-9 L. John Harbaugh said, and I quote, that's a really good team that's going to win a lot of games. Mm-hmm. That's what John Harbaugh said. He's been around for a while. He knows a thing or two. That's what he said. He was at the podium yesterday, and he was asked about what he thinks – about the Texans team now versus then, not only did he have some praise for your Houston Texans, you know he had to toot that horn a little bit. Here's John Harbaugh talking about your Texans. They're just 17 weeks better. You know, I think they do a good job, obviously. They, uh, they've steadily improved every single week. I thought they were a very good football team week one. I think uh, if you go back and check your records, you'll you'll find that. They've, uh, they haven't surprised me or they haven't surprised us. They've, they've done pretty much what... Well, I thought they were going to do. They're a very good football team. They're very talented. They play very hard. Uh, they execute at a high level. The, you know, CJ is just doing a phenomenal job. Nico Collins, Michigan guy, you know, man, he's he's a go-to guy for him. A lot of a lot of skill players. Good offensive line, playing very physical. Defense is all over the field as you'd expect. You know, just a really good football team. And after that game, uh, I remember a quote you just reminded me of, where he said that team is going to win a lot of games. John Harbaugh said the Texans after the first game yep. says that that team is going to win a lot of games. Who do you he think said, he was talking about? He was probably talking about everybody. Well, Stroud. D'Amico, D'Amico. <laughs> he was talking all about he was talking about talking Stroud. About all of them, man. <laughs> it, it's just it, it's it's hard. It's getting more difficult for me to imagine the Texans winning this game and me being shocked. 
Oh, I wouldn't be. That's what. That's yeah, where I'm at right now. Am I? Am I? It's hard for me to imagine. Like, like if they win this game, I'm not gonna sit here and be shocked. Yeah. Like it's not gonna be a. Hey, nobody gave y'all a chance. No, it's gonna be. Hey, this is normal. When you're this really, might, this might be one of those runs. You know the the, the term. Uh, I'd bet my house. Yeah. Ain't nobody betting their house on on the Ravens. And the line's down to nine now. Yeah, it went down a half a point. Uh, like, like there are people who might bet on the Ravens. Well, it will be. Um, and, and there are people who might think the Ravens are going to win this game. They wouldn't bet their house, and there's one reason for that. That's C.J. Stroud. Let's hear from the other quarterback. You want to hear Lamar? I would love to hear Lamar. Love me some Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Let's hear from LJ. This is Lamar Jackson talking about the Texans and talking about C.J. Stroud. Uh, no, I just went right to film from uh, the first time we played them and just watched film from throughout the season who they, you know, from other opponents um, the Texans have played right to it. How different do you feel they are from 17 weeks ago? Um, they, they, I believe they're more in sync as a team. I believe they had new guys getting used to their coach. Um, they're playing lights out ball right now. What do you think of C.J. Stroud and secondarily? How tough is it? The playoffs, rookie quarterback, you were there as a rookie. Is that a tough assignment? What do you remember from that? No, I didn't watch it live. I, I didn't watch the game live. But uh, from my experience, uh, he played better than I did from my, my rookie game. I say that, <laughs> definitely. Uh, he was throwing the ball all over the field, making things happen. Um, he did great. He did great. How much have you seen CJ Stroud? What most impresses you about him? He's just been non-talk on TV. You know, that's a guy who you're going to see day in, day out. You know, seven. He's been throwing the ball all over the field. Even though one of his star receivers, Tank Dell, went down, still been making things happen with the guys he has. A lot of love there. And, and I got a lot of love for Lamar Jackson. I, I, I do wonder, though, does he have it? I mean, he, he might have a better squad around, and they might have the more complete football team. They might have the more rested football team, but – does he have it? We'll get more into that at 11 when we hear C.J. Stroud, but I don't know that he has what C.J. has. He has a lot. He has a lot. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that he has what C.J. has. Uh, and you're going to hear this word now, and if the Texans win, you're going to hear it all over the place, the it that we've talked about. How often do they say that about C.J. versus how often do they say that about Lamar? They say he's a spectacular player. They say he's dynamic. They say he makes a lot of plays. You haven't heard it a lot with Lamar Jackson. Now, maybe you will, because maybe, as you pointed out, he's this is going to be his run, you know, the Peyton Manning run after some frustrations, uh, the Brett Favre run after some frustrations. But but you haven't heard it yet, and you're already hearing it on, on C.J. Stroud. Yeah, you're hearing it all over the place. Lamar Jackson versus C.J. Stroud. D'Amico Ryans versus John Harbaugh. And Bobby Slowick, a second crack at the Baltimore Ravens and a second crack at Basically, another audition for a head coaching gig. If we're being honest, I, I mean that that ship has sailed, hasn't it? I mean, uh, he got he got requested yesterday when we went off the air by the Seattle Seahawks. So yeah. that's three teams now that want to talk to old slow, big cat Bobby, who speaks today. We'll hear him tomorrow. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that ship has sailed. But you know what? Whatever, you know that that like I said, what do I say? It's the winning tax. Keep pay. I'll keep paying that tax. I'll keep paying that tax as long as they keep winning with more people wanting to interview Bobby Slowick. That's just what happens. You know, I do wonder, Bobby Slowick, he's going to get his second crack at the Baltimore Ravens. He's already seen him once, saw the Browns second time, looked confident. I think we're going to be able to tell. 
I'll, I'll be able to make my prediction after oh, t- I oh, see today? Bobby today. No, after I see Bobby today, because yeah. last week I saw Bobby, and that's when I was like, all right. Uh, you and I both. That's a dub. Yeah, almost independently. That's a w. Uh, independent of each other, we were like, boy, he sure did look like that's, he did. That's a W. <laughs> he sure did look yeah, like he got he was, something going he, on. W- he knew he had something up. Like, that was <laughs> that that was obvious. I, I'm going to be able to make my prediction after I hear Bobby Slowick today. I feel like if you read between the lines. I feel like he's got that Shanahan swagger, that Shanahan playoff swagger. A little bit of Mike McDaniel. Dude, he didn't say one day at a time last week. He started a countdown. He yeah. said four more games. Four more games, yeah. A little bit of Mike McDaniel. He's the only guy who's done that. A little bit of Shanahan. Just, uh, like, understated cockiness, you know? Uh, and, and, and I think I think D'Amico and, and uh, CJ, especially D'Amico, were a little bit – they gave us a little indication, too, of how this thing's going to go uh, and what they're planning to do. Coming up here on In the Loop, Sports Radio 610, three sleeps away from Texans versus Ravens. The most impressive thing the Ravens have done this year. They've done two very impressive things. However, could they be two good things for the Houston Texans? We'll cuss and discuss next. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Biggie, let's hit him big time. Houston, let's get in the loop. All the jokes are coming fast and furious every time y'all talk about this guy. With Landry Locker. Landry, I mean, you're going to be in midday forever now. And John Lopez. On occasion, Lopez makes a statement that's so ludicrous. It makes me pick my phone up and call you guys. You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Your champ, 610. Sports Radio 610. Baltimore Ravens, one of the best team in the NFL. I don't think any of us can dispute that. Landry Locker, John Lopez, Figgy Fig with you. We'll hear from CJ at 11. We're three sleeps away from Texans versus Ravens. But the two examples that I keep hearing... And I'm asking a lot of questions right now because, quite frankly, I don't have all the answers. And a lot of times in the playoffs, you don't have the answers. It, it, it's it's the ultimate example of parity in sports is, is playoff football, especially when someone possesses that it factor, which it seems like C.J. Stroud possesses. But the two biggest examples, when you're talking about the Baltimore Ravens and what they've what they've done this year to prove that they're worthy of the respect of being one of the best teams in the NFL, if not the best team in the NFL, took place at the end of December. December 25th, they went to San Francisco, and they smacked the crap out of the 49ers. They sure did. 33-19, to it really wasn't even that close. Brock Purdy threw four interceptions, and Baltimore made a hell of a statement. 33-19. to 
the very next week, six days later to be exact, December 31st, they faced the Miami Dolphins, and they smacked them around 56-19. to mm-hmm. Two really good teams. At the time, two of the best teams in the league. They smacked them around. Yeah. Now, some people would look at that and say, damn, if they did that to those teams, what do they do to a young Texans team that maybe hasn't had enough time to, to build rosters of that quality? What do they do to the Texans? I kind of look at this, and I want to ask a different question. Again, don't have the answer to it. That's why we need y'all. 713-572-4610 if you want to get in. Shout out to the loopholes. If you listen, you are one. Both of these teams run the exact same offensive system that the Texans run and that Bobby Slowick runs. San Francisco, that's where Bobby Slowick came from. That's Kyle Shanahan. Brock Purdy through the four interceptions. Miami, that's Mike McDaniel. I've asked Mike McDaniel about Bobby Slowick. I've asked Bobby Slowick about Mike McDaniel. They both like each other a lot. They smacked both of those guys around. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things here that I think could be could take place. One of them I would bet good money on. I would bet that Bobby Slowick has talked to Mike McDaniel and said what went wrong there. Ha- guaranteed. They're not in the mm-hmm. playoffs anymore, although Bobby said that sometimes McDaniel doesn't text him back, but <laughs> – I, I would think that Bobby Slowick would at least ask Mike McDaniel, who's just as nerdy when it comes to tape as him, hey, what did you see? What was going on there? What what was it that they did that made that happen? And I don't know. San Francisco is probably a little bit busy, but it's at least some tape for Bobby Slowick, who is a tape guy. On top of the Baltimore tape, he has tape of his system getting completely bombarded by the Baltimore Ravens. So – As much as we talk about how impressive this is for the Ravens, I wonder, much like the Browns roughing up the Texans and C.J. Stroud not playing, Mm -hmm. I wonder if this actually ends up being a really, really, really valuable resource for Bobby Slowick, the offensive coordinator, heading into this game. I think they. I think he's talked to both both squads, uh, people on on both sides. He's uh, at least watched the tape. Uh, he's at, well for sure. He's watched the tape, but uh, I think absolutely he's talked to Mike McDaniel. Remember, Clint Kubiak is the passing game coordinator in San Francisco. Uh, you know that last name, and you know that he has he he's been mentioned uh, around here uh, before. Uh, so oh. I, I I guarantee you. He's talked to both of those, uh, those both of those teams, and it does matter. It happens all the time, and it matters a lot. I just think it's a good resource for Bobby Slowick. I don't know what he does with it, but I think it's a really, really good resource. Uh, the last time that the Baltimore Ravens lost to a team mm-hmm. that was actually trying that they were actually trying to beat, because they lost to Pittsburgh last week of the season, they didn't care. They weren't playing anybody. Uh, Pittsburgh ended up winning that game. Uh, and they they backed into the playoffs. But the last time that Baltimore lost to a team that they were trying to beat was November 12th uh, against Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. That was the last time. It's been it's been a long time. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been over two months since Baltimore's lost a game to a team that was actually trying to beat them, and it was against Deshaun and the Cleveland Browns. So what does that mean? I don't know what it means. Yeah. I think CJ should call Deshaun. I think they're. I think you should ask him. Hey, what'd you see? Yeah, no, that one is not going to be made. I don't. What think. if? What if? What if CJ calls Deshaun and then um, the Texans just slice up the Ravens and then CJ goes to the podium and he's like, 
Yeah, I talked to Deshaun, and oh, Deshaun God. gave me some pointers. How do people, how do people act there? Uh, he could get away with it. He can get away with anything right now. Uh, but uh, he, he's going to call Deshaun and say, man, I haven't been watching the last month. <laughs> I haven't watched anything. Don't ask me about the, about the Raven, although he was on the field against the Ravens. I do wonder how Bobby Slowick um, takes all of this in. It'll be... It'll be really interesting to see. I, I do. I do think this is a good resource. There's a lot uh, to get him. out of that, man. That you know how they blitzed them, how their run game, uh, you know, attack. It's the same system. It, it's the exact it's the same, same system. system. It's They're- literally Mike McDaniel. It's li- now on the flip side of this, and I do. I, I we do want it. We do want to be fair. Maybe Baltimore just matches up good with this system, and there's nothing you can really do. Well, they certainly have it dialed in. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. they've, they've faced this system twice, and they've smacked it around. So. Yeah. I do think you can look at it both ways. I mean, limiting them to to that few points, uh, it, it says something. Now, now that does say something, like the way they they matched up against the offense. But on the other hand, you got coordinators that are that are smart, the hottest coordinator uh, uh, tree in, in the NFL that can maybe counter that stuff. You know, so we'll, we'll see. But I, I think that's a big time resource. Huge. I think it's absolutely huge. C.J. Stroud speaking uh, at 11 here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. I also am shocked. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to get a confession out of the way. I I am very surprised by this. I was surprised C.J. Stroud wasn't asked about Lamar Jackson yesterday. I I, I know... (laughs) I know that we want to romanticize and we want to try to like put this like pedestal and reflect and try to be deep and all that. But I mean, what are people talking about? Lamar Jackson versus CJ Stroud. How did, how does CJ Stroud not get asked about Lamar? How many questions did Lamar get about CJ Stroud? At least four, three Three or four, three or four. Uh, and, And it's the natural thing to do. I was actually kind of disappointed. Now I will say this. I thought there were some good questions, uh, by and large, but you got to ask, you got to ask about uh, Lamar Jackson and 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 what he's done and facing him. I mean, just the basic stuff, right? Yeah, I wanted to hear what CJ had to say about him. He didn't mm-hmm. he didn't get in there. We didn't get a uh, a Lamar Jackson question. I was surprised by that. I I, I do think, and as you mentioned, we're going to hear from hear from CJ Stroud about twenty seven minutes. Uh, I, I thought he 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 and D'Amico both gave some hints about how this game is going to be played out, and maybe that ties in with what you started this segment with regarding the offense and how they're going to attack it because we'll see um, what that defense does. But I think they gave us a couple of hints, and, and you'll hear that. Yeah, D'Amico Ryans um, and his defense, they're going to have their hands full. Uh, that's for dang sure against one of the best uh, one of the best playmakers uh, in football. Uh, Lamar's got a lot of love for C.J. Uh, this was what Lamar said about C.J. Stroud and the Houston Texans uh, and comparing – his rookie year to C.J. Stroud's. Uh, here's the Texans' opponent under center here on In the Loop on Sports Radio 610. Uh, no, I just went right to film from uh, the first time we played them and just watched film from throughout the season who they, you know, from other opponents um, the Texans have played right to it. How different do you feel they are from 17 weeks ago? Um, they, they, I believe they're more in sync as a team. I believe they had new guys getting used to their coach. Um, they're playing lights out ball right now. What do you think of C.J. Stroud in the secondary How tough is it? Playoffs, rookie quarterback, you were there as a rookie. Is, is that a tough assignment? What do you remember from that? No, I didn't watch it live. I, I didn't watch the game live. But uh, from my experience, uh, he played better than I did from my, my rookie game. I say that, definitely. Uh, he was throwing the ball all over the field, making things happen. Um, he did great. 
did great. How much have you seen CJ Stroud? What most impressed you about him? He's just been nothing talk on TV. You know, that's a guy who you're going to see day in, day out. You know, seven, he's been throwing the ball all over the field. Even though one of his star receivers, Tank Dell, went down, still been making things happen with the guys he has. He did better than I did. <laughs> I think a lot of a lot of quarterbacks could say something like that. Yeah, that's a fact, though. <laughs> that's an absolute fact. Shout out to Lamar Jackson, man. You got to get that jersey after the game. You're doing jersey swaps. You got to get that. Oh, you talked about that before week one. Probably already got him. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe maybe figure something out. You got you to gotta make that happen. Now, maybe go to the OBJ uh, or whatever. Coming up, did D'Amico Ryans give us a clue as to how he's going to attack the Baltimore Ravens' defense? Plus... D'Amico's mentor fires shots up 45 next. We're making the stories from outside the loop matter to you. This is Localize It. Don't you know I'm local? You're in the loop on Houston's Sports Leader. Sports Radio 610. Context clues from the two most important people. For the Houston Texans, arguably, on Saturday, D'Amico Ryans and C.J. Stroud, courtesy of the OG John Lopez. Yeah, man, if you listen long enough, you can kind of tell what they're really saying. And, and they're very candid, and, and that helps a lot. I think uh, D'Amico's about as candid as a head coach can be. They can't say very, you know, a whole lot. Uh, and C.J. Uh, as well. But I was listening to D'Amico, and... Like, listen to this, and then you can kind of tell, like, what they're what they're thinking, and it makes a, a, a heck of a lot of sense. And let me just say this: I, I, I've been, I said yesterday, you know, I think they're gonna really try to run the ball. That that the, the Ravens' defense uh, against the run is is one of the worst, uh, you know, at, at bottom third of the league. Uh, they're averaging four and a half yards. They're giving up. They've they've given up 155 and 154 and 121 yards in the last three games. I'm just gonna say this up front before you listen to D'Amico. I was wrong about that, and D'Amico told me why. With our coaching staff, I feel like we everybody you're excited that first game, so everybody's really trying to feel feel each other out. You don't quite know how guys are gonna be on game day, but I feel like as a coaching staff, we've really grown just in our communication and how we operate on game day. I feel like we're much more efficient right now and not overly, you know, uh, excited when things happen or hey, this is a penalty. Like everybody's kind of more calm. Everybody understands what to expect on game day. We've grown in the aspect of just working with each other and working off of each other really well. So what what you're what you going here? What you're hearing there is if you read between the lines, he's saying we were kind of too hyped. We were kind of not as organized. The and, first game, yeah, in, in that first game, yeah. Like I, he said it. Us coaches, we 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 were just kind of don't know what's going on. Yeah, the communication. You've never done it. He's, he he mentioned communication. You've never done it. He said we. I, I, he didn't say too hyped, but he kind of said too hyped. And and so I'm thinking you're just kind of taking it in. You don't know. Like D'Amico Ryan's didn't know what the hell it's like to be ahead. You can go do preseason and try to yeah. duplicate all you want. Bobby Slowick, he admitted himself that he was kind of a deer in the headlights in that first game. He sure did. Yeah, he admitted it. He and said at, it. And at the middle of that is I don't care how much scouting you do, how many interviews you do, what kind of training camp or preseason you do you have, you don't know what you have at the quarterback position either. It was all just coming at them at once. So I put that together with the next two you're going to hear from from C.J. Stroud, and I'm like, they're going to do what what we we fully expect them to do, and that is, here's the ball, C.J. Go work some magic. 
like like they, now that they're communicating better, now that they know what they're talking about, now that they're they're kind of in sync, now that he trusts Bobby Slowick because he hired the man and he trusted enough, him enough to hire him. But now I think he's seen Bobby Slowick letting CJ cook, so to speak. Um, maybe that's a bad ex- way to put that, <laughs> but uh, you you can tell that they're they're thinking, yeah, we're going to try to run the ball some, but sling it, CJ. Now listen to CJ on this one. Uh, yeah, we were going on in the most of the areas. Um, I think at that point we weren't really identified as who we are now, you know, and uh, we've grown in, in a lot of aspects, um, a lot of more experience up front now, you know, um, both offensively, defensively, and special teams. So I think uh, we've grown in a lot of places. We weren't identified as who we are now. That's That's CJ's very humble way of saying – they didn't know what they had in me. They didn't know what they had in me, and maybe I didn't even know what I had as well as confident as he is. So the coaching staff now realizes, and they're more in sync, and they realize what they have in CJ. CJ just said, we were not identified as who we are now. Well, who are they now? They're CJ Stroud. I think this is going to be by design, not out of necessity because you're, you're playing from behind. CJ throws, CJ, and I said this at the beginning of the year, uh, probably into week three, I said, this is a passing team. You know, that was before Devin Singletary started to run. There's one more from CJ that kind of said the same thing. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's been good. I mean, trust is everything, something that uh, Bobby talks about a lot, and we Listen know how important it is, especially offensively, um, to trust the next man to do their job and so you're able to do yours and so you can win. Um, so, I mean, like I said before, uh, week one and now we've built a lot of trust and, and, and chemistry together. And I think um, it's starting to, to show on film and, and um, we can kind of just feel in the locker room how close we are. So um, it's a lot of different things that go along with trust that we've been able to build. A lot of different things that go along with trust that we've been able to build. So take what the coaches have said. We, we now realize what we have. CJ talking about we, we have an identity now. It's me. He didn't say that last part. And there are a lot of things with trust uh, that we've been able to build. I think they're going to throw the ball 35 times. I think they're going to say, it's the old basketball thing. You know, you pick players, not not plays. You pick players, not plays when it comes down to these moments. I think they're going to give the ball to CJ and just say, go. <laughs> go. I, I just, the, the, like, the, the reason for optimism, if you're a Texans fan, um, I just feel like the way that this the, the the way that the character is of this team and and the three most important people that I think we would agree the three most important people for the Texans pulling off this upset would be no particular order Namiko CJ Bobby Slowick. Mm-hmm. It feels like those three guys their experience is valuable. Like they 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 learn from their mistakes. It's not it's not Bill O'Brien. Mhm where it's just going to be the same old, same old. Like, they learn from their experiences. They learn from their mistakes. Yeah. You've seen Bobby Slowick get roughed up by Cleveland. Now, it was Case Keenum, but the way in which they attacked it was obviously he saw something. Mm -hmm. You have D'Amico Ryans, who's been through everything he's been through, and and, and he takes all that experience. And him and Slowick were both a part of the 2021 49er staff that – in this same situation in the divisional round, they went and upset the MVP, Aaron Rodgers, in Green Bay. 
And then you have C.J. Stroud, who I think it goes without saying that he learns from his mistakes. So if you take all that, you look at what happened week one against Baltimore. You look at where they are now compared to week one. And you look at the fact that on tape, you have San Francisco and Miami getting thumped by the Ravens. With this same system, I, I almost feel like it's it's just it's it's set up decently for the Texans to where I don't know if they're going to catch Baltimore off guard, but they're that they have all the resources you need to be much better from week one to to now. And the other thing is they've been in this mode for the last two plus weeks like they've been in win or go home mode for the last two weeks i know baltimore has more experience i know they're more battle tested but they've been in this mode i'm glad you brought up san francisco and miami because that was the the last point i was going to make on this thing on why they're going to say we may go down but we're going to be going down slinging it you you mentioned how they drubbed san francisco 33 to 19 right McCaffrey had over 100 yards rushing in that game. He really did. Uh, but Purdy, Brock Purdy threw four interceptions. Now, the Miami game. Devin Achan had over 100 yards rushing in that game. But he threw two interceptions. Tua. Tua threw two interceptions. C.J. Stroud is better than Tua and better than Purdy. And he throws a lot fewer interceptions. So you're going to get some yards rushing. But they're going to sling it because they trust C.J. Stroud is not going to throw four interceptions or two interceptions uh, like like uh, Purdy and, and uh, Tua did against this defense. Like, it, it, it just kind of like this was a between the lines. I'm like, I see what they're saying here. Uh, they, 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 I mean, we know C.J.'s the most important player on the team, and they're all C.J. games, as I like to say. But I think they're going to sling it around that. And, the, by the way, the weather's going to be good. It, it's it, it's thirty and clear. It's it's partly cloudy at best. Thirty and clear, same thing. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. It's the same exact weather. The weather's going to be just yeah, fine. Weather's not a factor. This is in Buffalo. And or fifteen Kansas mile City. an hour winds. That's yeah, not there. You're good. You're not going to be grinding out anything in this game. Everybody, I've seen. Oh, it's going to be a defensive struggle. Man, I think CJ is going to just let it rip. And and you have battle tested coaching staff. Like even with everything said, like the inexperience of week one, you have a battle tested coaching staff, mm-hmm. the highest level. It's going to be interesting to see. Uh, C.J. Stroud's advantage over Lamar Jackson. Does it exist? Plus, we'll hear from the man himself. C.J. Stroud, your quarterback, speaks next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 